Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Never let it be said I'm not a soothsayer ladies and gentlemen, but on My Mate Bot Toaster this week, we have Josh Pugh. I interviewed him before the Edinburgh Festival this year, uh, during which time he got nominated for the Big Comedy Award. So can I just say, I got in there first. It's because of me that he's amazing. Uh, it's a bit like when you like an indie band before everyone else. I just want you to know that I really was uh, there with Josh Pugh from the ground up. Well, at least May this year, I think, when we interviewed him. Um, anyway, it's a great chat. He's a lovely guy, and I knew it was going to go well when he opened the batting with this comment. And can I just say what a great idea for a podcast this is as well, Tom? <laughs> you spotted that the recording had started. Well done, mate. You're an absolute I did. pro. You're an absolute pro. <laughs> oh, when I need a laugh, there's a help in Hello, this is my mate, Bought a Toaster, and welcome along. My name's Tom Price, and my guest this week is the fabulous comedian, Mr. Josh Pugh. Hello, Mr. Josh Pugh. Hello, Tom. Thanks for having me, mate. I've um absolute belter come out of my Amazon this week as well. Oh yeah. Just quite co- completely coincidentally, I'm sure you'll get to it. Oh great. So that's that's an early sort of like that, that, that's that's really teeing up an exciting end to the podcast straight off the bat. That's like going on stage and saying my last joke is incredible. Yeah. But then you, you've lost the trust over the next 19 minutes. To, by the time that last joke comes, they're not interested anymore anyway. Well, let's. Well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll crack on, but in the back of people's heads, they'll be constantly thinking, is it worth me waiting? Do I hang on? Are we really that close or shall I just jump off? But I'll be interested to see who's here by the end. We're going right back to your first ever orders on Amazon, which happened in 2008. Gosh. So where where so I'm at uni then I think mm-hmm. first year of uni. Okay, and what were you, what were you studying at uni? So I, I did like um, so it's actually part of a job. So it's kind of it's a specific course called rehabilitation studies. So I was living at home, so I didn't get the full uni experience. Oh, so th- these would have been going to my parents' address, right? Not a not a university hall's address. These orders. And was there the temptation when you were a, a student but living with your parents to try and get your parents to sort of slip into a sort of uh, young ones, uh, fresh meat kind of vibe, make them do some crazy stuff, have some house parties with your mum and dad there? Um, you know what? No. <laughs> because, I, I, because I actually tried to get the the, exper- the freshest experience, but it's just not the same when you're not living there. Mm. Because so much of it is in the halls. By the time they get on the night out, they're kind of... You're coming from a totally different energy if you've just had a dinner, you've just had fajitas with your parents. <laughs> 
and they've been pre-drinking for six hours in the halls. It's, it, does, it never works. Do you, do you regret that? Would, do you, did you miss out, do you think? Would you like to, if you had your time again? Yeah, I did. I did, I, yeah. I did miss out. I did miss out. I, I don't know why I chose to do that. I think, well, it's because it was linked to a, a, a kind of the, the, the job I had, but it was, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It, but my mate went to Cardiff Uni and I visited him regularly mm. and I loved it. And actually I probably had more... Probably more mates in, at that uni than I did at my own uni. And then my other pal was in Sheffield. And so that was 2008. That's kind of the Arctic Monkeys are taking off. And that's a great place to go and visit. Yes. I mean, Sheffield in the noughties has got Liverpool in the 60s vibes, hasn't it? Totally. It was really, it was a real, it was dead exciting to go up there. Mm, mm, it, yeah, it was wicked, actually. Great time. So you lived uh, with your parents when you were a student. Yeah. Um, and we could see a couple of the things you bought uh, 13th of October 2008 Skills for Success. The personal development planning handbook was that part of your degree, or was that part of your personality flaw? I think that must have been. Surely to God, that must have been part of the course. <laughs> and then, because I, I think, with, with, I think what I learned was I could scrape by just on. Remember like Google Books? Oh yeah. You could. I think I bought a few books. I thought this is costing me a fortune. I mean, I, I got the loans or whatever. Yeah, but still. Then I think I learned like you could just get. You could get some quotes just off Google. So I think I think this is this might have been one of the only books I'd bought. Can you imagine doing your A levels with the the opportunity to just type in anything you need into Google? I mean, like, oh. just it's just it's all there. I mean, what a doddle! It's got to be a doddle. Yeah, it, it, but even at that stage, I think you're so lazy at that point. Yeah, you'd still you'd rather somebody just just tell me, <laughs> just tell it me. Do you know what I mean? I, but that's part of um. But the, so then, so the, the bit at uni is that so that first and that book, they're the teaching you how to learn and how to be a student. I'm thinking, let's just get into it. Mm. I'm paying for the I'm paying for the course. Yeah. Let's, let's get into the facts, the main bit. Do you know what I mean? Don't tell me how to make notes and do a revision timetable. Tell me the stuff I'm paying for. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a bit like you know if you're doing personal fitness or whatever, someone telling you how to tie your shoelaces up and, and how to put you know like a gym sock on. I've got this guys. I'm in my, I'm in my uniform. I'm in my kit. Yeah. Let's just get, let's just get into it. As they say on the YouTubes. Yeah, totally. I've, I've got to university. Surely I'm a, a standard where I know how to study. Surely. Surely. Just don't tell me yeah. what I need to know. But then, but what you realize is most courses and particularly the course I was doing, it's just, it's just, they're constantly rejigging the course. Yeah. The, the lecturers, they're all studying as well. I'm thinking, how are you? What are you studying? <laughs> I remember like that. My lecturers yes. were also doing stuff. What, what, <laughs> what, what, is, what is it? What else is it to learn about this thing? It's, it's, it shows you how spoiled we were as kids at school because at kids at school, the teachers are there. No matter how good or bad the teachers are, they're there for you. And you go to uni and you are an, a really annoying burden for all the academics who happen to teach. I love that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Also, I think what a terrible attitude. That is look, what what you know. Look, they're wanting to the they're wanting to better themselves again, and it's annoying me. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was, but it was like a series of dads with other families. Yeah, and you, you're like, but can't I? Can you help me with my degree? I thought that's what this whole relationship. It's a completely different relationship dynamic. The whole, you know, you're no longer a client. Yeah, you kind of thought. Oh, I thought this was the end of the learning. Mm. I thought I did college. I was like, I had enough of that, really. I had enough at school, really. Then come to uni. Mm. I think surely after this three years, that's me done now. I don't have to... And then you find out these people, there's more. For God, it just keeps coming at you. I honestly don't know what 
I learned at uni. Like, I honestly can't, I can think of a series of things, factual things that I learned at school. But when I think about uni, I just think I learned a lot about what to do when your your metro breaks down, because my car used to break down quite a lot. I learned a lot about how to try and dress less like uh, a, a sad Tory Morrissey fan, which is what I was when I was a teenager. Like I improved, my social skills improved immeasurably. But in terms of academically, I honestly, mate, I don't think I learned a thing. Yeah, that, that's what it is, I think. Unless you're doing something which is like clinical or like hands-on, mm. like a, a nursing or, you know, medicine, mm, mm. everything else is just <laughs> getting a getting a score and having a bit of a laugh and spunking your student loan away. yeah. Yeah, the, the mate I was on about who went to Sheffield is the first thing he purchased with his student loan was a hundred and twenty pound pair of leather chaps <laughs> for a for a fancy dress costume. I mean, it's 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 a way of budgeting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sp- I'm going to spend most of this government money on leather, I and mean, that's fine. Yeah, but it doesn't depreciate in value. Leather, so it's probably <laughs> quite a good investment, actually. <laughs> it's better than Bitcoin. It's just cow skin. <laughs> we like to listen to toast, and we're not the kind who would boast. Fifteenth of August two thousand and nine. You've got hundred and one great youth soccer drills, skills and drills for better fundamental play. Tell us about this. Oh, so that was so I, I started volunteering. I coached a, a kids football team for about oh, nice. four years. Nice. And that probably the summer that is, isn't it? August. So yeah. That's probably the start of it. So probably getting some ideas. Um, and then I, th- I probably read that book and then I probably tried to implement it on actual six-year-olds <laughs> and just realised it's just like not applicable. <laughs> they just want to wrestle and do, they do want to do handstands and twizzle daisies, which is also fine. And I, and I let them do it, I think. Absolutely. And then, so I, I coached like a, the kids team in the town where I lived and it was great, you know, that they, and then I, I did, um, I think I worked for the summer like in a city, Birmingham, doing it. Oh, yeah. And that was a completely different set of challenges. Yes. Go on, tell us. Well, I think they just, I think they knew they could all beat me up if they wanted to. <laughs> and you, you, and you just, you just lose all authority. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think they could tell I wasn't like a city lad or whatever. Mm. Um, mm. But it was great, great experience, and you know, nice, nice kids and whatever. So that, I think that's what that book is. It was me trying to get some understanding about to teach football to, to kids was actually you're not going to worry too much you just got to let them get on with it a bit and have a good time and they are and make them feel good well that's it when they're six years old as well probably once every five years you're going to get a little Maradona coming through but basically my my six-year-old they're just shit they're, they're shit at it they're not going to be able to do it you, yeah you're not going to get some magical stuff where they start dribbling in between the cones it's, just, it's not they're going to wear the cone as a hat totally and actually I think it'd be so I've got a little lad now he's five months if I take him football for the first time and he's really mm. good I'm gonna be like oh fucking hell this is it then yeah taking yeah. him to Blackburn on a Tuesday night for the next 10 years. Oh, oh, just, just be average, please. Just be good enough. Look, it's not, you get asked to do it. Don't be so good that it becomes something with all the whole family's got to be based around it, please. Settle into the middle of the pack. That's right. And, and in life as well, take that lesson into everything in life. Not This is why sport teaches us everything. If you're average at sport, just be fine at life as well. I've got exactly this, this this situation so my eldest is nine years old right and um yeah there was a moment when he was in reception and he was six and one of the teachers went he's got it 
And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want him to have it. And he's really, really good. But luckily, he's not that good. Yeah. It's fine. He's not going to be a pro. Oh, what a relief. What a relief. I've got mates who've got kids at academies. Yeah. And they are, you think it's hard being on the road as a comic. Yeah. Right? Imagine all all that boredom, but with an irritating child next to you who thinks he is going to be David Beckham. It's, yeah, I just, it's to be at like a grassroots club level, you, sometimes you might score sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great feeling. Fun. And you're not, but you're not spoiled because you're not doing it every week. Yeah. That's where you want to be. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, I say it to, I say it to, honestly, that's the aim. That's where you, that's the best place to be. Please tell me you're already saying this to your five month old now, just whispering it into his ear. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm drumming it into him. I'm, I'm living my dreams through him, which is my, my dream is to be an average <laughs> local team player. That's great. That's great. The, that whole image of the, uh, the vicarious pushy dad, except when he's in, you know, he, he's been substituted for the second half and you're like, yes, get in. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's blasting the ball and he's like, rain it in, rain it in, less, do less. <laughs> But that's where the happiness lies. That's the sweet spot. Oh, 100%. Oh, I love it. That's where your mates are going to be. Yes. Are you a footballer? Were you good at football? Yeah, I'm quite, quite good. But that, yeah, quite, quite a good player, but not to the point where it's, it's, this is the, this is the lad. This is the, mm. this is the great white hope. You know, it's like, ah, oh. and I was good, good teammate, very good teammate, very selfless. Right. And I, was, and I was quite good. If the team, if we, if we lost 4-1, I'd always score the one and the parents would be like, oh, you know, in the face of a crushing defeat, I'd always come out quite well. Like the whole team would be getting told off apart from, you know, Josh kept going. I think that's quite a good, not a bad trait to have. Again, again, sweet spot. Taking just, taking a little glimmer of hope from an absolute catastrophe. That Again, these, these are all good British traits, mate. You know, do enough to not get a bollock in. Yes. Oh, so good. This is this is really helpful. Just don't don't be the worst. Yes. Just be better than one person in the team. I mean, we talked about degrees earlier on. I believe you and I just could build a degree course around these principles. Look, all these books about leadership and how to yeah. Just you need to learn how learn how to follow. Learn how to yeah. be a follower. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a skill to be to be a num- good number two. It's such a, a skill that people can't do, but it's such a you yeah. get yourself in some great positions just by being yeah. a good number two. Be more sheeple. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. I'm. T- this is exactly where I want to be. I absolutely love mid- middle lane, middle of the road. Listen, mate, I work on Magic FM. This is what I do for a living. <laughs> yeah, totally. But that's perfect, isn't it? Imagine yeah. the pressure of doing the absolute breakfast show every morning. Oh, no. No, no, no. People tuning me. in. Oh, God. Pe- pe- people with expectations? I can't be dealing with that. No, no, no. No, God. it's, yeah. Um, here's an interesting thing now, Josh Pugh. As we move on into 2010, right? 3rd of February 2010, uh, you've got the DVD, The Invention of Lying uh, by Ricky Gervais. And it's fair to say that, and I've seen this activity on social media, Ricky Gervais has become something of a fan of yours. So this must feel quite special to be seeing you buying his DVD as a comedy fan of his back in the day. And now, and now I assume like, is he the godfather of your new child? He's not. He came in, he came into the fold just after the, the birth. Right. Damn it. And I, I imagine with his views on religion as well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take kindly to that actually. Fair, fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Um, but this, it must be amazing. Oh, it's wicked. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's, it's surreal. And, but he's, he's a good bloke and you know, he's, he likes, com- that's the thing when you, they're, they are our peers, aren't they? Mm. You know, it's yeah, that's what you have to remember. They are, you know, they're not, they're just 
men and women like us. That isn't, yes. you know, that's not, that's two different people in this instance. That isn't, you know, but yeah, it's uh <laughs> Don't, my God, don't get into that. Don't get into the Ricky Gervais uh, non-binary thing, mate. We will be, <laughs> I don't have a letterbox big enough for the complaints. <laughs> but it's just, you know, they're, they are, they're doing the same job that we're doing. Yeah. Just on a different scale. And mm. you've always got that common ground. You can chat about comedy or you can chat about, it's very hard because David Brent is so in our consciousness and subconscious. Yes. It's so easy to do Brent at him. Yes. You know, like sometimes you're doing conversations you're, with your mates. You, uh, yeah, but also what you're doing so well, your YouTube videos, Josh, uh, let's, I don't want to blow too much smoke up your ass because there's enough smoke up there, frankly, but they are absolutely fantastic. The video, if you've not seen Josh Pugh on Twitter, then uh, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. It's, it's sad what you've been doing with your life. Um, but the thing that you do on there, the kind of the deadpan stuff and the the very low level performances that is the, the those are brentisms so you've basically got the the this guy who who didn't invent that genre but he's definitely been its biggest champion in the last couple of decades and now he's a fan are you are you pinching yeah. yourself or are you just kind of going he's just a bloke get over it no a bit of, but yeah a bit of both at the first it's like oh god you know it's, you know i remember when you first got in touch it's like and then but very quickly it becomes just very normal and how did he first get in touch? Did he like DM you or what? Um, I think he liked a few things on Twitter. Then he liked a particular video and he kind of, and then he contacted my my agent. So I've got the same agent as Sean McLaughlin who does his supports. So there's a bit of a link there. Yes. So it wasn't a massive mm. jump. Um, so yeah, and then we did kind of these, um, he does these Ricky Gervais and Chums gigs every week or every, you know, me. So it's me, Sean and Ricky. And we do these, mm. go on and do new material. And he could just like, He'll decide I want to do new material tomorrow, so he just hires out Leicester Square Theatre and fills it in a minute. I'll put a link out, <laughs> then you get to go and do new material at Leicester Square Theatre. So it's 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 immense. It's immense. and that's like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah, so it's just great. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just glad of the work time. It's just not. It's just not a gig to go and do every week. You have been bought red-handed. 30th of January 2011. You've bought a David Beckham mug for 14.99. Genuine fan, Tom. <laughs> Ge- genuine <laughs> Beckham lover. Just love him. Think he's think he's great. Think he's practices free kicks loads yeah. and then scored a free kick when we needed him to. Yeah. Just love him. Yeah. He's pretty boy but tough. You know, mm-hmm. secretly tough, I think, Beckham. Just just love him. I'm slightly wrong-footed here, if I'm honest, Josh, because I was getting ready to rib you or work out why you bought it or what kind of lull you thought you were doing. And you've just delivered, you've just played the ball straight back to me. It's, yeah, it's, I like I like him. I've put him on a mug and now I drink tea from that mug. Yeah, I wanted to have a, a Beckham mug. And uh, <laughs> he's the one person I could, I would love to meet. If I could meet anybody, I'd meet Beckham. Well, Josh, you're not going to believe it. Guess who's joining the call now? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, he's just... I just think he's wicked. I just think he's great. I mean, he's probably a bad person. He's probably doing this, don't you? You, you know, you do comedy and stuff and you have these heroes and mm. you get to talk and it's always, oh, my mate's brother's wife works with him and he's a prick mm. or he's, mm, mm. he's touched someone up or he's a shagger. He's like, oh mm. God, just let me have, yeah, let me have a hero. So uh, until I hear otherwise, which I'm sure, you know, I'm sure people... Yeah, love him. Love I've only ever heard nice things. And about I love him. drinking out of mugs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, that's two great likes. Are you a tea man or a coffee man here? What's what we got? What we're we doing? Probably here? generally 50-50 throughout the day. Sure, teas and coffees. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm flexible, really. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. And do you do, do you drink coffee into the afternoon? Does it ever affect your sleep? Because I get scared of coffee. A coffee after one pm, that for me is like I might as well take an ecstasy tablet. I, I think there's something. I think I'm not secretly on beta blockers. I think there's something wrong with me. Caffeine doesn't touch me. I could drink a coffee in bed. Fuck off. I, I could go to walk upstairs with a coffee, and it would have no. But then also, it, when you need a hit, it doesn't. It also doesn't do anything. So mm. it's a two way thing. Yeah, yeah. That's. But that, that's, I mean, it's, it's a niche, but great party trick. Guys, watch this, watch this. Everyone come upstairs to my bedroom, then double shot, <laughs> double shot of coffee, and then I'll fall asleep. But it still does have the, um, the bowel effect. I'm yeah. not immune from that, so. No, no, of course, of course. So, yeah, that's, that's still happening. Very so everybody actually now get out, please. <laughs> everybody now please get out. Oh, I need to, yeah, quite quickly. <laughs> and then I will fall asleep. And then I will fall asleep. Um. <laughs> also, I mean, yeah. they've missed a trick here. Why Why this mug doesn't say blend it like Beckham, I don't know. That's disappointing. Wow. Mm. Beautiful stuff. That's, I'm sad that it doesn't say that. He's, all, he's doing all right for money, Beckham. I think he, I don't think he, I think he's all right with his marketing team. I mean, I've, I've had the aftershave. I've had the pants. I've had the loungewear. <laughs> loungewear. I've, had, I've had it all. You've really gone for the full Beckham brand, haven't you? Yeah. Just, uh, he's, he's, he's influenced your life, it's fair to say. I've, I've bought into it fully. Yeah. And yeah. I love that he's... I think he does a whiskey now as well. He does Beckham everything, whiskey. mate. You, you can get, he's, he's like a he's like a low grade, less fascist Donald Trump now. He, he's branded up everything. <laughs> I like the idea of going to like a because Scottish people love their whiskey, don't they? They're proper like into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love to go and order a, a David Beckham, <laughs> a, a two thousand and nine vintage David Beckham whiskey somewhere in the Highlands. Yeah, in the Highlands. Yeah. And if they haven't got it, just go. Oh, I'll just have a Bailey's then. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have a diet. I, I've done a few gigs, like these brewery gigs. Oh yeah, and the, the love taking you on a tour and telling you about the the, the different brews and all this. And mm. all the way around, I'm thinking he's going to ask me for if, what I want, and I just want a diet coke. <laughs> and he's, he, oh, oh, I can feel the anxiety building in me. Like he's going to ask me in a minute, oh, can I just get a diet? Coke? And you can just see the fact they're so upset. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But I just fancy a diet. I just fancy one. You know, you just fancy a diet coke. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
September 2012, um, I don't know how to tell you this, Josh, but you've bought another David Beckham mug. This is now two David Beckham mugs, uh, <laughs> two years on the bounce. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that, that. Actually, I know that the first one, it didn't break, but it faded. The pictures had faded of him. Right, right, right. Okay. Mate, no, it's not that. I'll tell you what it is. What, what, what date is it? Uh, this is September the 28th, 2012. Yes, yeah, I think I started a new job and I right. wanted a new mug for my new job. Right, right, right. Um, so I, th- I think I wanted to have a, you know, a, a mug in the cupboard, right. David, David Beckham. You didn't want to go for like a Sports Direct one or a nice Le Creuset mug. You wanted, you wanted everyone to know, this is Josh Pugh, this guy's into Beckham. This is, this is what I like, yeah. But I, I can't imagine, so I think I would have had one for home then and then one for work. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, that's, that's so you've got your, your, your home Beckham mug and your work Beckham mug. And I think they've got different haircuts. I think yep. one one of them he's got curtains, and then the other one he's got a shaved head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's more up to date. What was the job you were starting, and what was the reaction like to the Beckham mug? It was just like an office, just like an office job, and it, it didn't really get a big reaction. I think it, it was obviously, <laughs> oh, like, obviously, okay, he's that, that's what he likes. <laughs> you know, because it's not it's not wacky enough to be a talking point. No, he's also like he's a very big well-known person. It's just a bit off. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just a bit off a grown man having a David Beckham mug. It's, it, But it's not enough off. You're right. It's not enough off for someone to say, what, 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 why is David Beckham's face on you? No, they wouldn't say that. They'd just, they'd raise an eyebrow, which is all you want. Yeah, totally. Um, although, slight, slight um, tangent. I once, I'm not sure if you're a football man, Tom, but I once... Um, Go on took a picture of Darren Huckabee into my local hairdressers. So when he had the highlight, he had highlights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you used Huckabee as a sort of, as a, as a guide hairline. Yeah. This is what, this is what I want you to do to me. Mine was Jason Donovan. That was the one I always wear. The Jason Donovan curtains in the late eighties. That was what I took into the hairdressers. The strong look in the curtains. I remember going and try, I tried to get Beckham curtains as well, but it, I just, my hair was never long enough to do at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and you must, as a man with, the, you've got a curly, you've got a curly mop there, haven't you, going on? Yeah, yeah. That's going to need some straightening if you're going to go for the Beckham curtains there. That's going to be work. No one wants to spend time doing that. No, they didn't want that. It's just like a, it's one of them hair just where everybody gets the same. You get a short back inside and you're out. Whatever you ask for, that's what you're getting. I, I Honestly, I just said, can you just cut my hair? Just cut my hair. Do what you think, do what you feel would work on me empowering people, Josh. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, so take ownership of it. Create creative licence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 2nd of December 2012, Josh Pugh. Uh, you've spent £48 on a cap holder display case. Can you explain this? This is like a glass box with a cap inside it, but I guess the cap doesn't come with it. It's just a cap holder display case. That is for... My granddad had, my granddad had bought something at an auction... And it was a display case to display it. I can't think. It was some kind right. of sporting memorabilia. Right, 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 right. It might okay. have been like some boxing gloves or something. Or, okay. Or um, like a pair of football boots, like vintage football boots or something. So it was, a, it was um, some, something for him to just display it in. Fine. I think he, he had it years ago and he kept it. He'd, he'd, oh, okay. he'd proudly show people. Yeah. It was like some, I think it was football boots. And um, he'd proudly show people, but I thought, oh, let's, you know, you have to be proud of this thing. It'd be a nice thing to gift him something which could actually display it. But now the, he just stores both in the cupboard. What? He just just, uh, just stores both <laughs> in the cupboard now. <laughs> Generally, as a rule, more display. I, I got a hole-in-one in golf, and I want that ball 
as a talking point, I want to stick it preferably in the middle of the hallway. So as people walk into the house, what's the, what's the oh, that's the hallway. Like you should, if you can't use your house as a museum yeah. to how amazing you and your life is, then what's the point? <laughs> that's that's exactly it. That's exactly exactly it. Um, it's yeah, it, it's hard, isn't it? It's it's hard to to know. Look, you see people talk about to you with the graduation pictures up and stuff. Yeah, and like you see like. I mean, yeah, it is an achievement, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. I'm always. You could just get the gown and cap, and but I didn't even bother doing those when I was at uni. I got a gown and cap, but I didn't get an official photo because it was about forty quid. And everyone gets degrees. I want to. I want to stick up my golf ball from the hole in one. I want to stick up my signed Jurgen Klopp. Hundred percent. Program. That's what I want to stick up, and I want to have that conversation. No one needs to have a conversation about my degree, as earlier on in this podcast proved. We don't need that conversation. No, 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 totally. It's some things that yeah, no one else has got. Yeah. I went through. I'll keep a journal. I do. I keep a journal every day. Oh yeah. And um, I always keep like the card. You know, if I go to a hotel and I'll, I'll keep like the the little card, or I go to if I have a nice meal or something, I'll keep the restaurants thing. Right. And I just have it all in a book. And now and again, I'll. But I've never, I've never, I've not been doing it for long enough. Like I could go back and look, and it would prompt. You know, I already remember everything from the amount of time I've kept the journal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is um, the most humdrum trophies I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. In terms of, you know, a serial killer might grab an ear on the way out of there or, or a nail. Yeah. What you're doing is taking a card <laughs> for your scrapbook. Yeah, totally. Or like a, a festival wristband or... Yeah. I used to do it with gig stuff, like gig tickets. Yeah. Yes. Um, Looking at mine now, mate. Look right in front of me on the desk. Here they are, the Divine Comedy, the 4th of May 2022. Loved that gig. Can I throw them away? No. Am I going to display them? No. I'm going to leave them yeah. on my desk for at least a year. Yes, totally. But I've got, I think I've got some good stuff in there. Looking back, I think I've got like um, a Glastonbury paper ticket when you used to get the tickets. And yes, I think I've got some good stuff. But it, it's kind of, but it, it's different because it's it's affected. You know, you're kind of writing it with a view to one day your kids reading it back or you reading it back as an old man. So you're making your life so much cooler yes. than it is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's the that's the whole lie that we're always telling and that our parents told us. Yep, 100%. It's, it's, that's the conspiracy. <laughs> that's The world keeps turning. But yeah, I, think I've got, I think I've got about eight. I think I've done it for eight years. What, the journal? It's a chore, mate, if I'm being honest. It's a, it's a real chore at this point. I'd like to stop, but I can't. No, no, you mustn't. Will you put in the journal? Did a podcast with Tom Price today? It was, it was weird. Will you put in in there? Or I probably, yeah, I probably would. I don't. I've stopped doing it every day. I've stopped doing it every couple of days now. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> some days you're just not doing anything. You're the first person I've ever met who's trying to wean themselves off journaling. Most people I know are trying to keep more diaries. Oh, mate, it's doing my head in. <laughs> I've really taught myself into this thing now. It's honestly, it's, it's. I mean, have you got have you got it to hand? Have you got the journal in front of you? Can we hear? Could we hear a, a bit of your journal? Is it nearby, or is that is it too private? I'll understand if it's too private. Uh, I can I can get get one very quickly. Yeah, go on, yeah, yeah, go on. Let, let, let me grab one. Yeah, lovely. So I've only got this year's. You see, I kind of. Um, it's fine. Once I've finished a year, I kind of put it away. I just pick a day at random. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's just have it. Um, Let's have a, uh, I mean, it's, I've had quite a good year, Tom. It's quite an embarrassing. Thing. Oh, I don't want anything good or exciting. I, I want the more humdrum and mundane, the yeah, better. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is, <laughs> so this is completely at random. Yeah, good. Um, sad news yesterday, that after a short battle with cancer, my Uncle Glyn passed away age 62. 
So that's a, that's a flavour of it. That's, that is awful. I'm, re- I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, May he rest in peace. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, tired. Tired this morning, but dog seems a bit happier. <laughs> Nicola, so I don't know. <laughs> tired this morning, but the dog seems a bit happier. This is a Saturday. This is a Saturday, the 29th of January. Okay. Tired today, uh, but the dog seems a bit happier. Nicola and the kids are up this weekend. So we spent the day at Debbie and Keith's for a Christmas dinner. That's, that's lovely. And that's the whole thing. And you'll read that and you'll remember it. And that, yeah. that's, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, last full day at work today, followed by a night in with Lucinda and Sonny. Lovely stuff. Oh, yeah. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. That's so funny. Only today, only today, me and my two best mates from home, there's a thread on WhatsApp. I swear to you, this is true, Josh, going on about how much we love the phrase lovely stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great, isn't it? Um, Saturday night at the February Emma's 30th birthday feels mad that my little sister is 30 I can remember vividly playing uh, as kids we have a really special bond and I feel very close to her Uh, we went for a family meal at the unicorn awful service but great company (laughs) Um, felt um, inexplicably sad this afternoon Chris dropped in before his gig with some clothes for Sonny I stayed over in Leicester after emceeing a late show and watched Kelbrook beat Amir Khan in a grudge match. Yeah. That's a real roller coaster yeah. that day. God, I'm emotionally being pulled left, right, and centre because you've got the so beautifully understated your relationship with your sister. And then I'm furious on your behalf for the poor service at the restaurant. Yeah. And then I'm, you know, like I'm going all over the place here. This is, this is amazing, Josh. Yeah. And then I was really sad in the afternoon for no reason. Mm, mm. And then, uh, I, did a gig and then I watched the boxing mm. and that was, I should have, should have opened with that stuff and maybe finished with a close bond on the sister stuff. Maybe. Have you thought about doing your journals on stage? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think people want to hear about that stuff today. It's, it's been, it's barely content for this Tom. I mean, let it's alone a live it, performance. I imagine taking something that's barely content on a podcast and doing it on a stage with Ricky Gervais standing in the wings going, what on earth are you doing? He doesn't even, you know, he's never even met my uncle Glenn. No. No, and he's not. He's not going to now. Sadly, no, he won't. As we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sad. Very sorry for your loss. Um, all right, fine. Twelfth of November, twenty thirteen. You've bought a a poo medium round fresh look. You've bought a, a fake turd. <laughs> um, that just must be to put around the house. Yeah, and try and convince people that there's a there's a there's a poo in there. Mm-hmm. Um, does it look realistic on the picture? Yeah, looks good, mate. Looks good. It's got some great reviews. I mean, can I review? Can I re- read some of the reviews? Do you mind? Yeah, totally. Uh, JCL says chewy sweetness five stars the thickness is what attracted me to this turd the taste also nice and chewy which is <laughs> odd I'll be honest uh, but that was July 2020 mid lockdown so I assume lockdown madness has really taken grip there. Y- y- yeah uh, Carrie Dickinson hello Carrie Dickinson very funny my sister had a turn when she thought her puppy had crapped on the front room floor which had just been recarpeted I had to try to keep a straight face I went over Picked it up and stuffed it in my pocket. I thought she was going to be sick. It's like you've been framed, but on Amazon, this isn't it? That's absolutely classic stuff. That it is. Really is, and also that that poo has been in, it's been manufactured for for, for like seven years at this mm. point. Mm. So, someone's job is to to make that. I always think like that. That's a, you know, someone's day to day. That is. This is a weird one. This is a weird review. This is from Gurdeep nineteen eighty one. Bought me back memories. I love the artist's work takes me back to the summer in Italy four years ago, reminiscing. That is... What? (laughs) 
amazing how a plastic turd can trigger memories, right? <laughs> that's that's we'll always have that summer in Milan. It's I think where I went wrong with the prank is I, I didn't have a dog at mm. the time. That's where I think mm. I went wrong with the yeah the prank really. It just it didn't work. My mum just picked it up straight away. She could see it was plastic really and just picked it up. What's this? Just you've left your pl- plastic poo here, Josh. <laughs> the thing to do if if you do live with someone who does get a plastic poo out and stick it on the floor and oh scares you right the revenge thing to do is to do an actual shit that looks identical totally and then then they go to pick it oh yeah i know what you've done here yeah yeah you've used my plastic poo that i bought then they go to pick it up and of course it's an actual shit i mean this is a real sort of this can escalate oh it's yeah it's real cloak and dagger stuff it's kind of yeah um, 12th of November 2013 Josh Pugh the Will Young original art coaster this is a tea coaster with Will Young's lovely face on it yeah um, so that is part of a so this is my it's a nice story actually it's mine and my wife's first Christmas this is oh yeah go on and um, I think I use gifts to invite her to Amsterdam will you go so that was the will in the will oh. you go that's lovely. So I think it worked quite well. I think she managed to solve the puzzle. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's a bit, you, you also use it as well. It's functional. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. But, it's not get coffee rings but, and, on, the, on the furniture. It's yeah. It's will you was the go the poo? Will you go? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the poo was the. Oh. I don't know what the poo was for. I think I just yeah. Oh. But I, I definitely remember the the Will Young coaster. Yeah. This is this is nice. This is, this is quite a nostalgic. Um, you know, I can see where that. Lady did the review in Milan was all about, you know, it's kind of a, it does bring back nice, nice memories, this. Yeah. See? You see, mate? You see, you don't need your journal. Throw your journal away. Just look at your Amazon purchase history. Totally. Uh, 4th of July, 2014, I Love Ibiza t-shirt, large. I, I think I did go to Ibiza that year. Right. I can't imagine I would have wore something like that there. That seems yeah. off to me. Are you are you an Ibiza fan? Um, I surprisingly did enjoy Ibiza, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I enjoyed it, yeah, I enjoyed it when I went. I think I went on a boat party as well. Did you actually? Yeah, it was good. It was actually good. I was the only one that took fishing rods, which was a bit, <laughs> knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have bothered with that. Um, but no, it was, it was good. It was really good, actually. <laughs> Can you put it down, the fish? You're really scaring the fish. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon. So look, Josh, what we're going to do now, we're running out of time. Uh, I am going to bring us bang up to date. We're going to have a look at the last few orders you've made. All right. So we've got, you know, we've got Josh, the the student buying overpriced books. We've got uh, Josh buying DVDs of his heroes who he's now got to meet thanks to his massive comedy success. And now we have Josh... Very much the dad. We see in April 2022, we see Calpol. Uh, we see baby soothing pacifiers. Uh, we see WAG complete wheat-free um, chicken dry dog food, which you really shouldn't feed the kids until they're at least six months. But we definitely see a we see a family man here. It's totally. It's so much so that actually my wife has now got access to my Amazon Prime. Okay. So they were, they were a part of dog food aside. They were all her purchases. I see. So... I mean, I'm happy for them to to be bought, but it still feels like a violation that mm, mm. you know. I'll just wake up to obviously she's getting up, she breastfeeds, so she's getting up to feed in the night. Yeah. I'll just wake up to emails from Amazon saying thanks for your order. Like, oh God, what <laughs> what's this now? 
I mean, but you can't moan because it's oh, it's cow paw. It's for the baby. It's for the baby, mate. It's it's uh, you've got to you've got to go with it. There's nothing that you could buy for your kid that that is questionable. Everything you get is positive, and this is why Amazon has made a fortune out of parents because we all sit there exhausted, emotionally deranged, scrolling, and we're like, oh, a comfort pillow. I'll buy six. Like it's what we do. They've got you over a barrel. Yeah, because you can't. You can't say to your other half, do we really need to buy the Munchkin soft tip infant spoons pack of six? Could we have not have bought two spoons rather than six? You can't you can't pull it apart. So they, these spoons, these, these aren't even to eat with. These are spoons to for him to mess around with now. Oh, yes. Before he goes to actual spoons to eat. Oh. So they're not even functioning spoons. They're just dummy spoons. 100%. Practice spoons. He, he, would, get, he would get it. Do you know what I mean? Do we need practice? Like he would get... Yeah. I've never met an adult that can't put a spoon to the mouth. It's just, they're just dropping it. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he will get it. Do you know what I mean, he will get how to use spoons. He's gonna, he's gonna work it out. But get Amazon and and the powers that be, i.e., Tommy Tippy or Munchkin in this case, they invent a product, and despite humans doing perfectly well for the last however fifty thousand years or whatever, um, we're like now. I've ha- he has to have this, or he's never gonna crack spoons. We've been sucked in there. Oh, but it's not even look. It's is this gonna make? It easier for us. That's what that actually what it is. Yes. Is is this product going to make our experience of helping him do this easier? Yeah. Now you've got it. Now you've got. That's it. actually what they're selling, isn't it? Now you've got it. It's actually making our lives easier. Um, listen, Josh, we're going to get to the last item now. This is the most recent item, and I I wonder if this is you or your other half, or maybe the maybe your child, uh, because someone yesterday, which it was delivered yesterday has spent thirty pounds on a WWE <laughs> Women's World Championship toy title belt over to you josh yeah um so it's it's a gift it's it's a gift from my friend do you know harry griffin no i don't and he's he's tour manager for joe lysett and he's 30 at the weekend and i'm doing some supports for for joe at the weekend i see and he loves wrestling right so i thought i'd do a nice thing i'd get him a, a thing and then you know, classic lad banter. I thought I'd get him a women's title belt instead. Oh, I see. Oh, because it's funny it's that women wrestle. I see. All right, Josh, it's, I get it. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's it's more funny that like, I'm saying that he's, he could, if he could win any belt, it would be the women's title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's incredibly toxic, but also quite sweet. Yeah, at the same time. And, and you know, Josh, if there's something we've learned about you today, it's that you are you are incredibly toxic, but quite sweet. And that's fine. Yeah. I think that's my, that's my brand, I think. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, Josh, you're delightful, and I've absolutely loved this. Um, this has been a lot of fun going through your Amazon purchase history. Um, do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself? I mean, we've all, we talked earlier on about aiming for mediocrity and the happiness of mediocrity, and yet here you are casually mentioning that you're doing tour support for Joe Lysett and your mates at Ricky Gervais. You are anything but mediocre. What do you think you have learned about yourself doing the show today? Um... I'm more generous than I realised. Yeah, lots of presents, a lot lots of, it, of gifts. You know, a lot yeah. of things were picked out. It's either gifts, personal development mm. stuff. Um, so I think there's something. There's probably something in that. And okay, and there's also a lot of um, you know, kind of drink-based celebrity purchases. Yeah, like a, 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 a David Beckham mug and a Will Young coaster. What that is just a dream, isn't it? Putting those two things together as well. Absolute two icons in one tea break. Just connecting. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, and it's been, um, it's actually been really nice because like, as soon as you say the thing, obviously it takes you right back to the, oh, I can remember that thing, that thing. And it's, even if it's tat, it's not tat because no. it it's a point in your life to look back on. Yeah. 
connecting the dots, connecting the dots on this journey that is Josh Pugh, which will continue. Uh, and you must trace the journey yourselves. Do follow Josh Pugh on Twitter. I assume you already do. He's very, very funny indeed. Um, so listen, Josh, it only remains for me to say thank you for doing My Mate Bought a Toaster. Um, keep shopping on Amazon and come back in a couple of years, please. Uh, will do, Tom. No problem, mate. Thanks very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Josh, you're a superstar. Thank you. Oh, that was great, Tom. I loved it, mate. Thank you so much, pal. That's it, folks. That's my mate Bought a Toaster for another week. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. Just do what you can. I know you've all got busy lives, uh, but anything you can do just to say to a stranger. That's my challenge to you. Just go up to a stranger and say, hey, uh, have you heard of the podcast My Mate Bought a Toaster? Good. Despite the host, excellent. Um, that'd be really helpful. And as ever, and this is tedious, souls, um, any ratings and reviews you can do. It makes a difference to all of the maths and it pushes the podcast to new people. And that's what I'm trying to do um, so that more people can enjoy it and I can make more. Another great episode next week. I've got Shazia Mirza coming on the podcast. Sorry, I'm indigesting. I've just had um, some fajitas and I had them a bit too quickly. Uh, it's late Tuesday night. I always do this. I put the podcast up last thing Tuesday night uh, while the kids are having bath time downstairs and I can hear noises and screaming downstairs. And um, I've got indigestion. And I've got to get this podcast up. And I'm still talking to you about my fajitas. Help me. Um, Anyway, no, listen, here's how you can help me. Um, Hop onto your podcast platform. Write us a nice review. Give us those five stars. um, And that's really it. Thank you so much. If you have got the will and the energy, go to patreon.com slash toasterpod and you can support the show and get access, early access to ad-free episodes. That is obviously always really, really helpful. Um, And if you, final thing, and if you like golf, I do a golf podcast called Golf is Ruining My Life, um, which today was fully interrupted by my dog, Phoebe, my new puppy. I've got a new puppy and uh, she yapped throughout the podcast. So if you want to hear a man talking about golf and getting cross with a puppy, listen, seriously niche stuff this. So niche, they don't even have a category for it in the podcast's libraries on Apple. That's how niche this is. But Angry Puppy and Golf Chat... Um, then check out Golf Is Ruining My Life. In the meantime, I will leave you to continue with your wonderful existences, uh, thanking you in advance for your listening next week to Shazia Mirza uh, on My Mate Bought a Toaster. And once more for the fabulous Josh Pugh. Thank you, Josh, as he leaves this imaginary stage. Off he goes. Top man, top man. I'm quite tired and I've taken quite a lot of cold medicine. Oh, mama made the toaster Shops just like a roller coaster. Oh, don't it feel so fine when you're buying all of these strange things online, like books, weight sets, and posters? Come on, here, the best of the best of my mate bought a toaster. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.